everyone. Dave and Jeff doing a podcast on a Sunday night. Actually, a big week as you look at the Hall of Fame that we talked about a little bit earlier and the Padres baseball and all the stuff you and I did not see today. Nothing. Do you feel better, by the way, living your life and saying, I'll just catch up at night. I don't need to waste 100%. an entire day watching this shit. 100%. Had a great day with my kids. Uh, went out. Saw our friend Brian Curry today. Good time. Today a little bit. No better way to start the show than telling you about Brian Curry because... If you're in the market to either buy or sell a home, Brian's the guy to see. And I circle back to him, Dave, probably every three months Yeah, to just kind of give him an update on where I am, give him an update, uh, get an update on the market. Look, I, I would just say this, and I would direct you to call Brian directly. If you happen to be sitting on a home that has some equity in it, and you've been thinking, you know what? Maybe we'll move this house. Maybe we'll go down. We'll downsize. Kids have moved out. Man, now may be the time to do it because it sure feels like there's a feeling that the market may adjust and maybe some of that equity that you have today may not be there. I'm not the guy to tell you what that time frame is, but Brian Curry can do it. The other thing that he can do for you is we met at a beautiful house in Claremont where Brian's guys are the property manager. Yeah. And, man, he takes care of everything. And if you're lucky enough to be in a situation where you have a couple of rental properties, I can't think of a better guy to take care of the day-to-day things. So if you're looking like me uh, and you're going to be shortly in the market to buy, perfect guy to talk to. But if you are in that market to sell and you're like, well, I don't know, it keeps going up, I keep getting more equity, Man, I would strongly recommend over the next couple of days you give Brian a call to make sure that you don't wait too long. Absolutely. Brian's phone number is 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. And we always say, look, we don't understand where the market's going. And you aren't going to ever buy or sell at the exact right time, but you want to get as close to you yeah. can to the right time. And that's why you call a professional like Brian Curry has been in the business more than 20 years. We had a great time. So my sons and I started by seeing him. Then we went to lunch in Poway. And Dave, this is the craziest thing, man. The other day, we didn't even talk about it. When we were on the air Thursday, it was the 35th anniversary of James Huberty in the San Ysidro McDonald shooting, which isn't that far from where we are tonight. Do you remember where you were? Where were you at that point? 1984. I wasn't here. Uh, 1984. I, I was living in Nashville, Tennessee. God dang. When did when did you become aware of that? Story? When I moved here. When it was yeah. probably the five year, or not five year, probably the six year anniversary of uh, it happening. What a horrendous, horrendous day for San Diego. I was telling a friend of mine today, um, why it matters is because Thursday, the other day was the anniversary. Yeah. And as you go back and you look at what happened uh, at that time, the story was that the day before, James Huberty called a local mental health facility and said, hey, I, I need help. And they said, okay, we'll have somebody call you right back. And, and they never did. And it really impacted him. Uh, again, that's the way the story was reported, whether or not that's true or false. But... That was the other day. Dave, today I'm in... Uh, well, let me ask you real quick before you mm-hmm. move on. You talk about the biggest stories in the history of San Diego. Yeah, and the, I, I was impacted by two of them in about a four-day window. Go ahead. So today I'm in Poway uh, with my sons. We go see Brian Curry. Yeah. We stop into a restaurant, have lunch, place I'd never been before. We're having a good time. McDonald's? No. You've never been to McDonald's? <laughs> Todd Marinovich. And I'm walking out, and I run into a buddy of mine, and we're talking about that particular restaurant. And he said, you know, this was Dad's in Poway. Yeah. And anybody who's been here long enough and you hear Dad's restaurant in Poway, you know that's the restaurant where the Van Damme parents met David Westerfield. Yeah. And tied into Danielle Van Damme. And I was just saying to a friend of mine today, I go, God dang, we like to think we're a big city. We're really not. No, we aren't. And But those two stories, Danielle Van Dam and uh, James Huberty and the San Ysidro McDonald's, I was here for both of them. Man, those rattled us to the core. 
rattled us to the core. Um, the high school shootings at Santana yeah. were terrible, and I believe uh, Grossmont. Yeah. I think I have that right. What about the PSA Flight 182? Before I got here, but another great one. Yeah, another great one, Dave, that I, I would have forgot of today. But yeah, you're right. That's another one where you look at it and you go, yeah, really, really impacted us in a lot of ways. And I have a feeling that there might be one or two others. But, um, you know, the one that is always very popular, obviously, here in San Diego, the biggest thing we have is Comic-Con. Yeah. And people talk about it and come from all over to try and get to San Diego for Comic-Con. Yeah. But you're right. We, We are a big city, but we aren't a big city. Yeah. You know, major things don't usually happen here. No, and it's why I'm excited about our charity event that's going to come up. I was talking to Brian about it, and we mentioned the fact that it was 20 years ago uh, that Dave and I were doing weekends at KFMB, and we heard a story about a young girl, foster child that had been hit by a car. We went on the air the next day and raised a couple of thousand dollars for her family, and we did it. By doing basically a good old-fashioned garage sale of sports memorabilia. And last year, what made our event really work was we went with our hand out to Eric Weddle, and we went to the Padres, and we went to Callaway, and a bunch of others. And this year, we're kind of coming to you guys. Because the one thing San Diego likes to do is rally together. And I know that a lot of you that listen to this show probably have a cool item or two that you would like to donate. And all of those items, uh, everything that gets sold, all of that money is going to go to local charities. Yeah. It'll probably be Rancho Coastal Humane Society again. It'll probably be Bob McElroy and the Alpha Project. And it will probably be a suicide awareness program, I would think, would be the three that we focus on. And that's what's really fun, Dave, about living here is that on those days, uh, it's really great to be a a small town. Yeah. And and in a lot of ways, we are. There are days politically, it makes us crazy that we're a small town. But when we need to rally and raise some money for some good local charities, everybody comes together. More details on that in a couple of weeks. So let me ask you, as as a dad, your kids were out of town for about two weeks, right? Uh Uh-huh. So you you got a chance to see them, uh, obviously, the last couple of days. What was it like? Did they look different to you? Did they look a little bit taller? As far as your memory goes, because you're thinking about them every second they're gone. Yeah. So what did it seem like to you when you, you saw your boys? It was great. And the thing that was really fun was we made the most of, the weekend, like we really got a lot in. Now, here's the crazy thing. We go up to this little park in Carlsbad, little hidden away park uh, that we have found and we're shooting hoops. And I was up there, I think right when they had gone on vacation. Okay. It's not far from my office. And I went down just to make a phone call and I was there and I'm sitting, they have like a little picnic bench. And when I'm sitting there, all of a sudden I hear something behind me and it's a coyote oh, shit. coming down the hill like it's just me and the coyote. And I'm on the phone with this friend of mine. They're like, what's up? I'm like, it's a fucking coyote right there. <laughs> friend of mine's like, so what? I'm like, so what? Yeah. I don't have a 22 rifle with me. I don't have a Acme anvil to drop <laughs> on his head. <laughs> Like Wiley Coyote. So I got the fuck out of there. Yeah. So, coyote in the daytime. It's unusual. Yeah. So now yesterday, we're shooting hoops again and we're goofing around. And all of a sudden, I start hearing the rummaging. My son goes, hey, dad, check it out. And I look. But Dave, I don't think it was a coyote. You Bobcat. Know I, I, shit. A goddamn mountain lion. And Donald Trump Jr. came out, <laughs> shot it right in the face. We took a bunch of pictures. It was great. We shaved off the tusk, and it was awesome. And then we all hugged and said, make America great again. And then we ran a bunch of people. We drove the ice. We didn't do any of that. Um, I think it was a fox. Okay. Because my one son said, you know what, Dad? I think it's a fox. So here's my question for you. I don't have any idea. We don't have anything around us. We're just sitting out in this grass. My sons are not very bright, so they're just standing there. I have no idea, Dave, what what the natural habitat reaction is of a fox. Are they scared of us? Are are we right? I'm there with my kids. Yeah. 
All I'm thinking is, fuck, their mom's going to kill me if these little assholes got to get rabies yeah, shot. No kidding. Um, well, what's the old saying? I don't need to be fast. I just need to be faster than you. Yeah, well, you, that, well, shit, I don't know. They're you, pretty quick. Yes, well, they, which one's quicker than two? That's what you tell them. Yeah, hey, the, you better pick running. it up because guess what? The Cade runs every day. Yeah. You, that's tough shit for you, Jack. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> like the- I run, dude. Hell, what, I understand. It's like, you know, you ever be around a dog and you start running and the dog thinks you want to play? Yeah. And next thing the dog tackles you? Right. And then humps you in the backyard? Oh, that's just me. Oh! Um, no, you know what I'm saying. You, you don't. Uh, I, my thing is, why stand there and look eye to eye to say who's tougher? We yeah. know who's tougher. Yeah. I don't want to be attacked by yeah. a fox. <laughs> what a miserable way to go. So... Um, I don't want to be attacked by a fox. Right. So I'm going to go to Walmart. You're going to get a bet? No, I'm going to buy a big fucking gun. <laughs> Good luck. Dude, you're going to get arrested. I'm going to buy a big fucking gun, and next time I see that fox, whether he looks at me or not, I'm shooting him. <laughs> and then I'm going to leave him up on the hill. I'm going to call fucking Ryan Barkley. Yeah. And I'm going to have the sweetest, I'm going to get myself a Timberwolf starter jacket. Yep. And on those cold, rainy nights, it's going to be fox lined. So I'll be <laughs> warm as can be. I have no idea. I yeah. got to them. We'll never be to this park again. Yeah. You can't. You can't. They're like, why? You, you tell them. It's God dang the fucking San Diego Zoo Wildlife right. Area in Escondido. Right. I would go back. If we were at that park yesterday and under the bench, we found four dirty condoms, <laughs> three needles. And a sawed-off Mountain Dew cup. I'd be like, ah, fuck. Just a bad day. Bad day. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back to shoot hoops. I yeah. see one fox that looks like it weighs 62 pounds soaking yeah. wet looking yeah. for a fucking rabbit. And I'm like, we're gone. We got to go. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> we're fucking done. And we're selling the basketballs. <laughs> we gave a basketball over the whole thing. Yeah. I that's it. it. We just took up fencing. You, you just bring a gun in your book, and that's what you do every yeah, time you go to I the just park. shot him right in the fucking head. Did you miss? And I emailed pictures to Cole Lewis, who cried. <laughs> you would miss. Dude, you hurt somebody. What'd you just say? Dude, there's no way you're a good shot. Bullshit. <laughs> when I went to the fair, <laughs> yeah, and this ahead. fucking game's rigged, I was a goddamn icon with the BB gun shooting out the start. Bang, 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 Maybe you are a good shot. Hell, I doubt I could do it. Jesus, man. Have you ever shot a gun? No. Yeah, me neither. I mean, other A BB gun. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've done that. We used to shoot at cans and stuff. Yeah, I think I might have shot like a rifle as a kid. Yeah. Like someone taught me how to shoot where you're always shocked how bad it pushes back in your shoulder. Yeah. Like, fuck. You know, I think it's some kick. You're thinking they're like, that's nothing, you know? And I can't just shoot him in the ass to be like, hey, get out of here. <laughs> warning shot. Yeah, because now he's crippled. Yes. And my kids hate me. That's right. Now I get arrested. There's no show for like a month. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Isaac speaking for me out in front of Vista Court. <laughs> Fox's family shows up. Yeah, I was just like, fuck it. We're done coming That's here. It. This place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, but it's like two funny, different so. times. Yeah, well, that's what I said. You're right. I wouldn't bring them back. Honestly, you can't bring them back. No. Coyote man is a bad deal. Yeah, I, I, but what about like yeah, coyotes? I think it's a fox. Okay, they would say but, what you can tell by the tail. I don't know, man. Yeah. You're asking the wrong fucking guy. But if you were over here at yeah. Mountain Hawk Park, we do have fox. We have. Excuse me, coyote is all in our area all the time. I see him at five in the morning, like in the street. And what do you do then? I just drive by and swerve and miss them. But yeah, they cross the street all the time okay, in the morning. But, when you're but they walking- only come out in the mor- in the dark. So, for instance, if um, if, if I always wonder where they are during the daytime. Right. Where are they? Yeah. They're in the bushes, I think. That's my guess. They're in the bushes till the watching sun goes us. down. Watching us. Jesus. Where else do you think they're going? They aren't hanging out in the mall. No, they're not going to Plaza Bonita. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my point. They're around here somewhere. Like right now, the sun's, we're doing the show at, what, 8, 8.32. Yeah. Josh is out walking the dog right now. Right now, the coyotes are out. This is that. This is the area where I go, okay, coyotes are coming like out I don't like hearing that at all. Yeah. 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 There you go. That freaks me out a lot more than any horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> like my kid said to me the other day, hey, do you want to see it? I was like, no. Like, how come? You scared? Do they call you out? All the time. Oh I was like, God. no, it just doesn't. Uh, Appeal just doesn't, to you? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And Your then, kids don't mind getting scared? 
They yeah, like they it. like they it. like the rush. But yeah, when you were a kid, right? You get scared by everything. We watched all of them. Halloween, dude. I hated all of them. I hated be... all, everyone. Hated Carrie. Hated all of them. Carrie. Well, I hated Carrie because I didn't like Sissy Spacek. I cried watching Coal Miner's Daughter because she scared me in that. <laughs> Any movie that she's ever been in. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm more scared by her. Linda Blair. God, Linda Blair when she got older. <laughs> would you Good. let your kids watch The Exorcist and see if it still scares you? Oh, that would freak them out. They'd well, be yeah. scarred forever. Well, that's what I think you got to do. You kind of got to break them with a real scary one and they go, all right, fuck it. I'm never roped in. Hey, Dad, you want to watch a scary movie? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I remember remember seeing Blair Witch Project yeah. with Julie Brownman in the theater. I remember you going to see it with Julie. And that was great, because I just, I have no problem just yelling at him. Ah! Ah! I have no problem. Were you yelling the whole time when nothing was happening, because you thought something was happening? Uh, no, but I was definitely jittery. Dude, I hated that fucking movie. Right? And even at the end of it, when something was supposed to happen, I'm like, what did I fucking just see? Right. Right. So then it comes out. Like, there's no bigger racket than movies on Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, you buy it. You're like, this is so great. Now I own fucking Armageddon. <laughs> like, Do you still own any movies? Yeah. I don't think I own any movies. Yeah. Yeah. I have, a, I have a handful of When's them. the last time you threw a movie in that you own? The great uh, 1998. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the fuck are you doing? Right. No shit. And you still get suckered into yeah, it. Yeah, that's so damn funny. Um, Like but, it used to be, like my kids will do it, but like it's, you get them for that. But those motherfuckers <laughs> at Pixar, they're like, oh yeah, hey, you want Nemo? $49, right? You're like, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, all that shit. But then when Blair Witch came out yeah, on Blu-ray or whatever, like, oh, this is great. Well, then you realize, you're like, well, nothing's going to happen to me. The fucking blender's right there. Like, <laughs> like the fucking... <laughs> you're all jacked up and the fucking cat's walking around completely bored. You're like, well, shit, this isn't the same. We got to see. Yeah. We went to we went to the movies today. So we had a full day. We saw Brian Curry. We were in that restaurant. Then we went bowling. Yeah. Which was a blast. Had a great time bowling with my sons. We hadn't been bowling in two years. And then from there, we went and saw Toy Story 4. Which hold on. Was, when you guys went bowling, how competitive does it get? Uh, it gets pretty competitive. But my, my one son, um, he was doing okay early. His brother was terrible. So for the second game, we put the bumpers up yep. for the one brother. The first brother didn't want to keep him up. Okay. And then he went right in the fucking tank and then uh he looked like uh, uh brian mitchell <laughs> couldn't throw a strike um but we had just the best time man. yeah like bowling alleys to me dave i haven't been in a bowling alley forever every bowling alley you walk into you feel like you've walked right back into 1985 yeah. right? i love it i'll be honest i love everything's bowling. neon yep Music. Well, that's a good point. Were the lights on or off? I like the lights on. on. Okay. This whole disco bowling bullshit, man. I got to see what I'm throwing at. Yeah. Brian Adams fucking playing Summer 69. Right. Any leagues going on with some real old ladies? Nope. A couple of bar flies hanging out at the uh, Leisure Fryer. Probably could have got a handy in the parking lot. (laughs) Probably then gotten a ride home, too. Um, (laughs) But then you go over to the arcade and it's air hockey yeah. and Pac-Man and all the games are still a quarter. Yeah, of course. You just shit, we had a great time. That's cool. And that felt like 1985. And then we had like a couple hours to kill before I came down here. I go, well, let's go because uh, they're that age. Like anybody who's got parents, your kids by grew up. They grew up on those Toy Story movies. Yeah, of course. And now they're at that age where they're just about out of it. And they're like, yeah, let's go check it out. And we had a blast. Good. It's funny, man, because every parent goes through it where you always still visualize your kids as like the five and six-year-olds. Yeah. But then you see the five and six-year-olds coming in just all fired up, all yeah. fired up. Like our audience would be going to a show of Deja Vu, all fired up. And uh, it was just a riot, man. But this Poway Theater... 
Dave, you can get a burger. They've got a full bar. Yeah, they've got the bars now. Full bar. The to- bars cost, honestly, the drinks cost less than a Coke, than a large Coke. Is that right? Yeah. A buddy of mine said he got like a gin and tonic. He said it was a dollar less than the Diet Coke I got yesterday. I went yesterday to the movies. What'd you see? Saw that Stuber movie. It's funny. My one son said he wanted to see it because he loves Batista. Was it really? good? It was. It wasn't bad. My wife loved it. Wasn't bad at all. Um, I think it's. I think it's rated R. Yeah, I'm not sure. But now it was uh, not not bad. It was. My, my, she liked it. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, here's the the funny thing about going to the movies with her yesterday. Yeah. So wait, don't she love? Why not Hobbs and whatever the Fast and Furious movie? She loves the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, why don't you is there one out that? right now? I yeah, with the Rock. One the one I'm dying to see is um, is uh, the one with all the stars in it coming out in a couple weeks. It's my wife already said I'm not going with you. The one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, Al yeah, Pacino. Oh yeah, Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, everybody's in that one. She goes, I'm not going to see that. I said, I'm going to see that. Josh, I did go with me to see Let's that one. Let's do a. Uh, Hang on, because yeah. I want to see it. Okay. You want to do a uh, you want to do a listener night out? Sure. If the people want to go with us, why not? Okay. Now remember, can you wait until I get back yeah, from of Chicago? I'll wait. I don't get to right. see it. Be the first guy. Dude, so, that movie will be great. So here's the the funny thing is we go to to the movies over here at Otay Ranch Mall, the AMC, and they go, "Where do you want to sit?" Yeah. I've never seen this before. They call me. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think I've been to the movies in a couple uh, months, but basically the lady turns the screen around. Right. And she says, where do you want to sit? Pick your seats. Yeah. Like you're going to a baseball game. Absolutely. And so so she reaches over, my wife does, and she touches the glass with two fingers, okay, to these two seats. And I don't say shit. And then she goes, then she realizes it doesn't work. And she goes, we want, you know, this these two seats. And she pays. And we walk in like three minutes later. I just look at her. Don't act like you didn't just fucking touch the window with your two fingers thinking you're about to get the fucking seats. It wasn't a goddamn touchscreen window. I know. I thought I could get it by you. I could bullshit. I fucking saw the whole thing. It was ridiculous. They're laughing at you right now. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But I've never seen that before. You could pick your seats. That was kind of cool. AMC. Yeah. Did the same thing today. Yeah, Have you ever seen that before or am I just, they've just done old? It, yeah. Okay. No, yeah, they've done it for a while. That, which makes such a difference, yeah. man. Yeah. Such a, especially, Dave, if you're seeing like Star Wars or Avengers or any of those kind of things where you can just go, but shit, now you can do it. I think most of them now have reserved seats. Yeah, I didn't realize that even happened. But uh, anyway, that was that was the move right there. But no, the movie was fine. It was, it was just fine to get out. Obviously, uh, it, it, my, Joshua says, I mean, man, there are yeah, more, uh, more theaters out there that you don't have to spend as much money as you do over here. I think we paid like ten bucks. I think we had we had passes and shit. But yeah. Josh's like, you can go for five dollars, so and so. And I'm like, dude, I'm not chasing all over town for a five dollar ticket. You know where's a great theater for anybody that's not in North County, uh, Grossmont Center, because I think every ticket's like ten bucks. Okay, and that's where they they have some high end IMAX, right? Like, dude, it's so fucking great in there. It's so great, and we saw. Avengers in there, and then we saw something. Uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. We saw them both in there, and it's just, it's cool, man. Seats reclined, reserved seats. Shit, Dave, you can pick out your seats online, like you're at StubHub. Whole thing. Did Perfect. you? Uh, isn't there a theater in town? I'm not sure if you went to or not. It was where they serve like steak, like they serve dinner. Yeah, well, that's the uh, Sinopolis. Okay. That would be yeah. weird to me to have someone eating. Yeah, steak. sitting right over there. Yeah, you're sitting there. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> That seems so strange. Yeah. Like I'd be like, I'm trying to focus on the movie, and this asshole's eating steak. Yeah, just hitting the bottom of the ketchup bottle. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Hey, hey. Dick. <laughs> just look over. You've got your cup holder. It's all jacked up full of yeah. A1. Yeah. Heinz 57. You're like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. It would, it would drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah. It would we, need me. A, uh, we need to put a... Uh, Listener, we're not buying yeah. you tickets. No way. But that movie would be great. Tarantino, Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. that one. I think it comes uh, out uh, in two weeks. Yeah, and no, I hope that one's good. All right, so I got a question for you as, as the way you you do things. As you said, your kids were on vacation with your wife for mm-hmm. two weeks. Come back, you spend the, the last few days with them. Mm-hmm. Do you think your kids come back when they go home and give a report on you? Or do you think it's just they walk in the door and, and like nothing happened? No, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty mellow. 
Do you Which think she, really she asked him? It's a normal question to say, hey, what yeah. do you do with your dad? Yeah, no, she's pretty much in tune. She's pretty much in tune because we're, I was chatting with her throughout the course of the day about just through different things. And I mentioned I ran into Brian Curry uh, today Yeah, and hooked us up with four tickets to the Padre Giant game next Sunday. Yeah. And here's the thing, Dave, like they like it when she's there. Yeah. They like it when she's there. And she and I get along fine. She makes me crazy sometimes, but we get along fine. And for me, my most important thing is them. Yeah, of course. And so it's funny. I called her and I said, like, an, uh, we had a neighbor lady that was like, oh, she's probably like 78. And I said, hey, what are you doing next Sunday? It's like, I, I don't know. I don't think I have anything going. I said, well, I want to take this particular neighbor uh, to the game. Jack and Kate start laughing. Uh, but apparently they'd rather you go. And she's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I I want to see pictures of that day. <laughs> so they're rolling. But no, like, uh, again, you never yeah. know how it's going to end. Yeah. Um, but we were just talking about different shit today. And I said, look, at, at the end, man, she's your mom. Yeah. And you guys are the most important part of the day. And I just... My goal is just to make sure that's cool. So, no, I don't think so. Like, they came back. They had been in Tahoe. They stayed in a cabin for a couple of weeks. And so I get the rundown that the sheets had cigarette burns in them and that there was this was wrong with it and the bathroom was wrong with it and other shit like that. And so I had to remind them. I'm like, you know, your mom works really hard yeah. putting these trips together. Like, you had a good time, right? They're like, oh, we had a great time. I go, okay. Good. That's what I want to hear. Because I know how much she puts into yeah. it to make sure that you guys uh, have a great time. So, no, I, I don't I don't think so. Um, she's probably just like, hey, where you at? But uh, I, she's pretty much in tune with where we are throughout the weekend. So, I wouldn't give a fuck. No, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm curious because with Josh wouldn't do this. Jake would do this. <laughs> fuck. I'm not going out with her again. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's me crazy. You know, like that shit. It always yeah. be, it always rap fucker. You know? Yeah. Fuck. Um, well, she She's looking at this it. shit. She goes into this fucking store. Right. But that means she goes, they go shopping with her. And that means more to her. Yeah. Because she really doesn't get that much one-on-one time with them. She sees them during the week, but I get them <clears throat> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So... When certain shit's going on, whether it's the two weeks in Tahoe or whatever, yeah, I'm I'm really really thankful. I I think she's the same way. She'll always be like, "Hey, I kind of have this time, and I got this." Shit. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, you gotta go! Like, do it." There's no animosity. And then uh, a week from tomorrow, I go to Chicago. I'm in Chicago for nine days, and then when I come back, like I work Wednesday, Thursday, and then that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm taking them to L.A. because yeah. the Monday after three weeks from tomorrow, they start middle school. And I was saying to him tonight, I go, I said, yeah, I kind of want that last weekend of summer break to matter. So yeah. we'll go to L.A. We'll find some place that they like to have dinner up there. I don't know, Dave. I haven't done one of those studio tours. If anybody's done the Sony tour or the Warner Brothers tour, any of those things. Have you ever done Universal Studios with them? Not with them. They would like it. But like they, they, they don't know anything about Jaws or Psycho, yeah. right? I was trying to think like on what's on that one. But if anybody's done it, I a friend of mine said, I'll take them on the on one of those Hollywood bus tours. I gotta give a fuck no. where Ricky Nelson grew up. No. <laughs> who gives a shit? Hey, here's where Engelbert lives. Who? Dad, who? His name's Humper Dink, that's his name. Humper Dink. Did you hear that? I thought I'd spend three hours. It'd be 150 yeah. bucks lighter in the wallet. So I don't know. We'll figure something out. But I, I just, it's the one thing I like doing for them is that you kind of send them out or send them back uh, to school on kind of a high note instead of just fucking around saying, hey, we took you to Target and got you new socks. <laughs> There's no way that Universal Studios is resting on Jaws and Psycho still, right? Yeah, absolutely. There has to be something new. Well, you know, guys, I've been driving this boat. And, whoa, it, it broke down here. And, boy, this hasn't <laughs> happened before. Da -da. Hey, 
Da 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 da. Whoa! Hey everybody, it's Bruce the Shark. <laughs> and Bruce just looks like a fucking inflatable. I'll have deflated. Do you remember they would take that tram through that that spinning tunnel, the one that yeah. Steve Austin had to run through, the six million dollar yeah. man, or like the Willy Wonka? Why do I oh, feel yeah. like it's like Willy well, Wonka? It's kind of like that, but it was it was a it was a issue. <laughs> it was it was an episode where Steve Austin met Bigfoot, right? And he had to run through that fucking spinning tunnel, right? I, yeah, I didn't like that shit. I didn't either. I had to close my eyes. It was horrible. Yeah. I wanted to throw up on that goddamn thing. I don't even know how the guy drove the tram without going right off the fucking track. It's in that like fucking being thing. in a car wash. It just fucking drags him. Nine Oompa Loompas dragging that fucker. <laughs> what about the water coming down the hill? Where it looks like you're about to be taken out in a flash <laughs> yeah. flood. Whoa! I love those guys, man. Those guys are so funny. Because they're always so overly dramatic yes. about it. Well, God dang. Oh, I hope I don't have to call security. This should only take a minute. Da-da. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we did it has one to at, be better than that. We did one at Wild Animal Park, and the guy literally fucking yelled, Squirrel! Every time he saw a squirrel, I was the only guy laughing. Like some old lady, like our parents' age in front. Is this guy, is he for real? Why? It's a squirrel. Yeah. He's at the Wild Animal Park for crying out loud. What's he think he's going to see? The guy fucking yelled squirrel like 19 dude, times. Dude, I took my kids to the wild animal park one time. Oh, and, fuck. How bored were you? Dude, I was bored until my kid freaked out when one giraffe started fucking another giraffe. And I'm like, Jesus, let's just speed up. Let's get the fuck out of here. So I don't have to answer any more questions. My kid's goddamn six. Yeah. And he's like, man, that giraffe's banging the other giraffe pretty good. Hitting it. Yeah. Like it's fucking <laughs> Aunt Peg. Uh, yeah, home of the $19 fucking snow cone. Great. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh, he's hot. Yeah, like, really fucking hot. Like, what a great place to fucking build a tourist yeah. trap. Escondido. <laughs> yeah, because when we think San Diego, where do you want to yeah. hang out for nine hours in yeah. a line? The only place that has humidity is Escondido. Fuck, yeah. Escondido's hot. No shit. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what was going on in Hamul? <laughs> Didn't have anything out there? Campo said no. Fuck are we doing? <laughs> Shithead. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if anybody has any ideas. Oh my gosh. That- hey, wanna mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. I just saw Alan. While you were with Brian Curry, saw Alan Taylor was right here. I heard. Yeah, absolutely. Amy was here? Amy was here. I don't think I ever laughed so hard. What's she up to? Oh, my God. Telling me family stories that were so fucking funny. I was like, dude, you guys need cameras on you. Unbelievable. Alan's looking at me like, I thought the Canadians were bad. (laughs) It was. uh, What's this right there? uh, Exactly. You notice he filled the freezer with Labatt's. God, they're so good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Good job. Thank you, Alan. Again, more than 20 years in San Diego building perfect pools. He told me today, I took him in the backyard. I said, Alan, I I know I always say my backyard's not big enough. For a pool, I go, tell me what you think. And he walked through and he goes, dude, I could probably put something here. I could probably put something over there. And he's um, says, you know what we got to do? We got to sit down with our design guy. Because yeah. his design guy is the guy that sees things and has done things for so many people. You won't believe it. Telling you what right now, if you're thinking about buying a pool and the weather is going to start getting really, really warm over the next couple months, especially September, you're going to wow. go, fuck, I should have listened to Dave and Jeff. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Dave, it is so unbelievably nice to have a pool, but it's even better when you have a tailor-made pool. Yeah. And I was saying that there's kind of a vibe that the market may equal out, flatten yep. out a little bit, may come down after being crazy. You know, one way that's not going to happen by having nice additions in the back. And one of the additions you would love to have is the tailor-made pool. Because when you have Alan come out, and I love what you said, the idea that maybe you've thought in your mind, yeah, I'd love to do it, but I think my backyard's too small. Well, let him come out and take a look. Let the design guy take a look. And all of a sudden, life changes. And you go, hey, shit, this is pretty nice. And you could do it. Yeah, I, I would trust those guys. Man, 20 years of success and satisfied customers. Our website is DaveAndJeffShow.com, and you can go to the sponsor page and see for yourself. 
Man, they do amazing work. You're going to love it. Absolutely. Uh, speaking about buying a home and what you can do to make your home a little bit better, we tell you all the time about Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a finance guy. I had a conversation with someone today for 25 minutes talking about Dan Williams and what he does and especially what he does for the military. Remember now that we're in summer, the buying season, and the question is to ask Dan, what is the best time to buy financial decisions that make sense? Guess what? He's your finance guy that you need to talk to. Make sure you go out of your way to call this number. It's one of the best phone calls you can make. 858-688-6813. The person I was talking to today was saying, I've always made decent money. My wife's always worked, but we don't have retirement set up. Again, Dan's number is 858-688-6813. You just said that that guy asked you, when's the best time to make uh, to buy financial decisions? Is that what I said? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I was sitting in the goddamn sun said- in Vista for fucking Shit. four hours watching a horrible baseball game. What Dan is asked is now the time to buy a home, and does it make financial sense great thing about danny is going to help you uh, navigate the process ensure that you understand the most efficient way to make it happen and that borrow smart approach will help you reach your financial goals safely and securely it's going to integrate it all into your overall financial plan dave i am going to say something that i don't talk about too often yeah but i am telling you the truth and man it felt like all of us get this thing where I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago where every I had just come home from Toronto and yeah. I've been there for a week. So, you know, when you come back from vacation and you get that first credit card statement, you're like, oh, brother, yes. here we go. Then all of a sudden tires and transmission need to be worked on on the car. So that's a hit. Yep. Hey, the attorney's like, hey, remember me? Yeah, go ahead and send me a check. That's a hit. Then uh, fucking uh, insurance for the car for a year. That's a hit. Kids need shit. Boom, boom, boom. Man, if there is one thing that I hate, I hate owing money. I really do. I hate owing money. And it's just, it's stifling. And tomorrow, when I get to work, I have two bills that I have to pay off. And I will pay both of those bills and literally be debt free. Cool. As I'm getting ready to head out of town where I'll be right back in debt after (laughs) dicking around for a week in Chicago. But that feeling of clearing out your debt. And for me, it wasn't that big. I don't think it was three grand, a credit card debt. But paying that off and getting that feeling off your shoulders is so important and that's why dan will tell you how to repay smart i was lucky in that i uh consolidated it all to one credit card and paid them both off i had one credit card and then a smaller one so one and a half but both of those are paid off tomorrow and you go man zero balance the whole thing it's just it's the best feeling in the world and that's why i recommend going to dan's website san diego lending.us slash dave jeff Get the two books and then call them at 858-688-6813. It's a wonderful feeling, and you can experience it as well. Absolutely. Also, uh, we had a chance to do said you we saw Brian Curry, right, this mm-hmm. week. Just saw Alan Taylor. We also yeah. saw our good friends over that Hot Sauces and more, right? Well, so, and you saw Dan there. And we saw Dan there as well. Maybe Dan's a stalker. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Love Dan. Except that he trashes me every goddamn day on social media. Um, I tell you what, hot sauces and more. People have asked me over and over again, do you have any more of that hot powder? Because I mentioned that I I spent $20 on some crazy hot powder that will last a goddamn lifetime. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Let me tell you, not only is is it spicy and hot, but it tastes great. The the things they can do to make your food taste better and the things you can do to make your afternoons on the weekend that much better when you're barbecuing and showing off your big green egg, you got to go check out hot sauces and more Right. right there in the Otay Ranch Mall. Yeah, at the same time, it's right across from Daniel's Jewelers. It's the, right next to the main opening of Macy's. You can't miss it. Beautiful store and so many different things to make your barbecue experience that much better. Make sure you go over to Hot Sauces and More and check those guys out. Again, the website is hotsaucesandmore.com. It's an N, not an and. Tuesday night would be the night to go. If you can make it down to the Otay Ranch Mall, they have a weekly farmer's market that is just unbelievably fun. And Jerry from Pork Belly's Barbecue and Brian are cooking up a storm. And really, there's two different people that I think all of us fall on one side of the line or the other. 
If you already have a barbecue and you go, man, you know what? I just put in the island and it's fantastic. And so I hear you guys talk about a big green egg, but I'm not really in the market for one. So I probably don't need to go. No, you do need to go. Because even though you have that beautiful island and you have the barbecue ready to roll, you need all the accessories that really will make it happen. Whether it's the hot sauces, the rubs, the spices, Brian's got you covered on all of it. Or you're the guy that's saying, look, I need something for my backyard. I want to learn how to smoke. I want to be able to barbecue. I want to sear meat. And that's why you go in. It starts with that big green egg and then all the additional things as well. Like I said, go by Tuesday night. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. If you can't make it Tuesday, any day, you'll find them at the Otay Ranch Mall. Great place to just go and hang out. You'll love it. Also, finally, Kyle Fluger, of course, websites. If you're looking for that perfect website to make your business really stand out, Kyle's number is 619-500-6621. I will tell you, don't hesitate. He's uh, business is just lining up like yep. crazy. 619-500-6621. Carice said it to me today. He goes, hey, man, I got to have Kyle take a look at my page, make sure we're doing yeah. enough things. More things coming to our page as well, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Keep an eye on that. All right, got to ask you a, a, a Padre question because it's it, obviously they've gotten off to a horrible start after the All-Star break. They haven't done very well. Uh, the Padres did win as we do the show. They did take uh, the last game of the series against the Cubs. If they would have lost or even now the way they've started out, do you make a change of manager at all mm-hmm. this year? You do. I have a bet with a guy at work. Okay. What's your uh, bet? We bet lunch uh, that Andy Green, my buddy at work thinks Andy Green's still the manager May 1st, 2020. And I said, you're absolutely insane. So we bought lunch. We bet lunch at uh, at a local establishment up north. I think he's out. I think he's out, and I think changes are coming to this team because I think the one thing we've seen as a fan base is that Ron Fowler is not the most patient guy. And Ron Fowler invested $144 million in Eric Hosmer. He yeah. invested $300 million in Manny Machado. And he's about to have $60 million due on Will Myers. And add in the money that they invested in international signings. And Morion pitched today. Yep, did very uh, well. Uh, Michelle Baez is coming up. And that's really exciting. But Jorge Ona needs shoulder surgery and the list of some of these guys, right? Yep. But they're going to start looking at it, Dave. They're going to start looking at this team and say, okay, well, <clears throat> Hosmer's not going anywhere. I don't know if you feel like trading Urias, but if you do, then that means you've got Kinsler and Greg Garcia. Tatis isn't going anywhere. Machado's not going anywhere. I would think one of the two catchers at some point is going to be on the move. Yes. I would think one of the outfielders is going to be on the move, if not two of them, because you got to clear out room because Franchi's coming back and yeah. then Jankowski's coming back. And whatever that number was that I saw for Rule of Five, I thought it was close to 20 guys are going to be eligible for the Rule of Five draft next year. But you're, you're in fucking dead last. Yeah. And you're looking at a Giants team that wasn't supposed to be doing anything, and they're on fire right now. Tied for second place. Right. Yeah. And Boach is managing that team. How about that? So I would just say this. This would be my message for Ron Fowler and anybody else who's listening. If there's one perfect example of a team that had a dipshit (laughs) as a head coach that made a change – it's this year's Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. Had Mike Yo as their head coach. Yep. Mike Yo had done absolutely nothing for the Minnesota Wild and was doing absolutely nothing for the St. Louis Blues. When they fired Mike Yo, they put in Craig Berube. Craig Berube, a guy who had played in the league, was an enforcer in the NHL and immediately demanded respect. And not only did the Blues turn it around, but they were skating with the Stanley Cup championship, beating a very good Boston Bruins team to do it. When you see what happened with this team where players are just making decisions, whether it's Tatis or anybody, and Andy's openly admitting that he's not any part of it, if I'm looking at that, I go, I think that's a problem. And you can say, hey, it's great. Tatis is trying to win the game. He just recently, Tatis has looked a little off. I loved what Joe Madden said when he said, look, man, he is a kid and he is something special. And he's going to do some things that frustrate everybody. Just ride the way with them. I agree. Yeah. But when you have Machado 
right next door that could probably go over and play a game or two at short. Yep. May not be a bad bet to occasionally give Tatis a day off. Just let him recharge. Maybe you send him a message. Um, I've never believed in Andy Green. I have no idea why the Andy Green move was made. And I know you won't say shit because he called you, so now you're a kiss ass and you think he's fucking the next coming of Bill Rigney? Never said that at all. I said basically he has no outcome on these games, these wins and losses. I don't think he's responsible for a lot of these losses. I think he's told what to do by computer all the way through from start to finish. So you don't think Joe Madden would have a better success rate with this team? Would you go hire Mike Sosha? No, I would not. I wouldn't hire Mike Sosha. I say I like the old school managers. I like managers that manage still on feel. Yeah. I don't think these guys are allowed to manage on feel, especially these guys that they were just hired. I don't think even Aaron Boone. I don't think he's yeah. managing on field. I know Dave Roberts isn't managing on field. Right. He's doing exactly what the computer is telling him to do. So when you look at a guy like Andy Green, he can't push back. And these managers don't make a lot of money anymore. If you notice these new yeah. hires, they're making about a million dollars a year. It's not the – I mean, how much does a guy like Nick Saban make? You right. know what I mean? He's yeah. doing 11 games, and he's sitting there. You know, Obviously, he's winning championships too. But when you, when you look at Andy Green, I think the next guy they bring in is going to be a guy that follows the computers. I think that's exactly what AJ is about. You I don't have. think he's different than anybody else. Now, who's going to sit there and go through? For me, I'd, I'd love a guy like a Matheny. Guy speaks mm -hmm. fluent Spanish. We know how many guys on the team, especially the ones that are coming up, speak Spanish as a first language. I think that's huge when you connect with your players. Yeah, you're going to have to have somebody that's going to come in and change the culture. Because for me, to change the culture of winning is getting rid of the people that are used to losing. And yep. Andy's used to losing. Yes. And there's Myers with that team is used to losing yep. and other guys that are. And I'm not saying that both of those guys don't make every effort to win. I got it. Great. It fucking got you nowhere. Nowhere. To me, you have to change the culture. And and I don't believe, sorry, my opinion, I have a very hard time believing that Andy Green or somebody of that sort has the complete respect of that locker room. Do you make a change before the season, or do you give the new manager a clean slate? I don't know. He fucking he may be watching Hamilton in fucking New York and getting tickets for the view if, yeah. if they don't win that game today. Like he, may you know be, what I thought too. I thought he'd get fired today. Yeah, I mean you you fucking get run off the field in Chicago, so you win. Yeah. Uh, you have Rod Barajas right there. Yeah. Now again. Are you going to go with another first-time major league manager, or are you going to bring a guy in? I don't know what what the answer to that is. All I know is, as frustrated as impatient as we are, we've all seen it. Yeah. With Fowler, Fowler gets that itchy trigger finger. Man, he can't be happy. It's a lot of money invested in this team, and they're not. They're just not playing up to who they should be. No, you're absolutely right. You know, a, a couple things. One is, you know, defensively, this team, yeah, they have the, the big time like plays. You go, wow, mm -hmm. that's a hell of a highlight play. Sure. They are not a good fielding team. It's not a good especially defensive team. Especially in the infield. There have been plays made. Yes, especially in the infield. The last couple of days with Hosmer, with Tatis. Uh, How many errors do you think Tatis has this year? 13, I guess. 14 in 63 games. Yeah. And those are just throws. I mean, the throws the really the easy part. Right. Right. Getting right. to the ball is the hard part. Right. But I get what Madden was saying the other day. Where How he many said, do you think Machado has? Mm, eight? So I would have guessed, it's funny you say this, and I've, I watch every goddamn game. Yeah. I would have guessed Machado had three. Machado mm. has 11. Really? That's a lot, too. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, I know he's What's played. What's Osmer? Have? He's had, by the way, more at third than he had at short. Mm. Arenado has, I think, five. Wow. What's Osmer have? Okay, how many should Hosmer have as a first baseman? Is is the, really the your Garf question? Garf was a Gold Glove winner. He was, Garf went like a whole year with none, and he didn't he, he didn't win it that year. No. Yeah, Garf Garf won 162 games and didn't make an error, and he didn't win the Gold Glove. Gold Gloves is is ridiculous. Hosmer has seven errors. Okay. And he cost him the game the other day on an error. Yeah. The ball he should have caught. Yeah. But some of these, you sit there and go, "Fuck, man, that's crazy." You know, like you think of this as a really, I did at least as a good defensive team outside of Reyes, who's not yeah. going to cover a lot of ground. Not going to make errors. Right. He's just not going to cover a lot of ground. Right. But overall, on the rest of them, should be fine. Should be better. The left side of the infield should be better than, than that number, right? Better than 25 yeah. errors. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm interested to see what happens. I, I'm God, I can't be more excited about the trade deadline. Me too. 
I love the idea that everything comes down to the 31st. And you have to decide if you're out of it, because really the Marlins are the only team out of it in the National League. Right. And there's a bunch of teams that don't know if they're buying or selling. Fuck. The Giants got to be losing their minds right now. They're 50 and 50. Do you get rid of Bumgarner or you go, fuck it, we're red fucking hot. I think you get rid of him because you got to rebuild your minor league system. Right. He says he's coming back next year anyway. He goes, I'll be back in two months. If you trade me, I am coming back to San Francisco. Then move him. Yeah. Then move him and and go. Yeah. Because uh, I would. And I would absolutely move Kirby Yates. Goddamn. Any of you that tell me that you don't move Kirby Yates, I'll give you one fucking name. Fernando Rodney. Yeah. Fernando fucking Rodney was Chris Paddock. Turned into Chris Paddock. And I remember a bunch of you on social media losing your shit. They did. When they moved Fernando Rodney. You couldn't believe it. And goddamn, that Kirby Yates, stud. Move him in a minute. I'm with you. 32 years old. Move him in a goddamn minute for any piece that you can get. Yeah. Yeah. And, And Dave, even you have no chance of getting anybody to bite with taking Myers and attaching no that, just just move it and change it up and go from there. You got those dudes coming in. Munoz throws 102 fucking miles an hour. Make him your closer. Yeah. Here, here's here's something a uh, little interesting. I'm not going to give you exact details on this, but Alex Dickerson, when he was with the Padres, was hitting mm-hmm. 158. He's hitting 397 right now. Couldn't with the stay Giants. healthy. He couldn't stay healthy. But what Dickerson, who's close friends with a guy I know, said, the reason I sucked with the Padres is the Padres hitting coaches fucking suck. They're horseshit. Yeah. And he goes, proof's in it the pudding. Cheap. When I yeah, he goes, proof is, yeah, when I got to San Francisco, they had guys that knew how to get me back on track. He goes, the Padre hitting coaches right out of their fucking mind and were horseshit. He blamed it a hundred percent on the Padres. Well, the other thing that works out well for him is San Francisco was in desperate need for outfielders. Yeah. San Diego's not really in desperate need for outfielders. So but I think everybody would game. love a guy hitting 400. Hitting well, yeah, great, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. Well, he's fucking, his team's 50-50. Great. You know what, Dave? I tell you, you and I can have a really, really enjoyable day at Del Mar if I can get Wednesday's paper on Tuesday. Yeah, I don't like when you make a point and you bring my name in in the sentence when you say it. Just fucking say what you're going to say. You don't need to say Dave every time. Okay? Doesn't make you any smarter. Just makes me feel worse. Sorry. 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 All right. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, I love that Alex Dickerson's the reason why this team. Hey, I'm just saying his team's doing better than the the team he was just on. Yeah, everybody is. Okay. Jesus. We all know that, all right? Yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to just give you one little bit of fair warning. I have a friend of mine. Told me an amazing story, and this friend will remain nameless. Yes. But they had somebody get a little mouthy, and that person ended up in a fucking headlock. Yeah. yeah. I don't want that. Yes. All right? So unless you want to end up in a fucking headlock, I think real close. <laughs> I think twice. <laughs> <coughs> fuck. I, I, I know we got to go. Yes. We'll get the fuck out. Am I the worst guy in the world? Because I will watch these 30-second fights videos all day long. Oh, it's great. Absolutely fantastic. I just watched while you were talking. They just had on your horrible tarpon. That was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I was trying to do a spot. I don't know how you did a straight face. It was unbelievable. But they have 30-second fights, and now they have somebody on Twitter that it's nothing but chick fights Yeah, like that. Like, it's... It's oh, they're going forever. Man, chicks don't give in. No, and the I one w- you sent the other day of the guy getting knocked out, the Asian guy getting knocked out who was trying to break up the fight. Yeah, and the daughter thought he was dead because he was knocked out. Yeah, that was terrible. Terrible. I watched it four times. Right, and sent it to three people. Right, I can't stop watching it. But they had one. They had one, and it was two. I like the. These are the videos that I like. There were two black ladies, and they were either sister. I think they were probably sisters, like okay. actual. Yeah. Like blood-related, right? Yeah, we got you. It wasn't jargon. Yeah. And they were in, like, Dollar Tree. Yeah. And there's some woman that looks like she belongs at Dollar Tree working, and she's way down the aisle. She's got her green work shirt on, and she's chirping at these two 
patrons of the store. Well, the one customer hears too much from Big Mouth, and she just walks down and just fucking beats the shit out of her right at her job. And I go, well, goddamn. You know, I, that, you did not come into work going, hey, I hope I don't get the shit beat out of yeah. me next to the detergent today. <laughs> but I really didn't feel like her mouth and her choice of language fit what Dollar Tree is trying to promote. Yeah. So maybe it was a life lesson for her. But then the video gets out, and there got to be people that's like, oh, my God, did you see what happened to Doris? She got clocked right in the kisser. Yeah. <laughs> but you see some of these, and it is just unbelievable, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I watch them, too. It's embarrassing. It's a horrible, uh, horrible habit. And how about uh, 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao? How about that shit? Beat Keith yeah. Thurman. I put a Twitter poll up. Who was the next Keith that you'd like to see Manny fight? And I had uh, Keith Morrison from Dateline. <laughs> yes. Keith Richards. Yeah. Uh, Keith Sweat. And Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Right? Yes. Uh, Keith Urban would have given him a better fight than Keith Thurman. Did. What did you think about that fight? Uh, look, man. Keith Thurman undefeated guy has a height advantage and i think 12 years yeah how did that happen on pacquiao pacquiao is a guy who two years ago was losing to jeff horn yeah. in australia fucking pacquiao's the man and if i'm keith thurman i'm like fuck now yeah. he gave i like the fact that he gave great respect to manny and said hey man i came in i was ready to go and full credit to the senator he called him is that what he called him to the That's hilarious. and that was cool because Manny's a very likable guy. Yeah. But shit, our buddy, uh, we have a couple buddies in Vegas. When I saw Thurman was plus 160, I popped off. You can see it on Twitter. I go, I love when people bet with their heart, not their head. There was no way that Manny should have won that fight. No way. He beat the shit he out did. of Keith Thurman. I was shocked. Yeah, he won that fight clean. Fuck, I love Manny. I thought that was going to be one of those where we say, all right, I hope that was Manny's last fight. Like, yeah. I thought he was going to get destroyed. Yeah, he fought his ass yeah, off. Yeah, sure did. looked great and was hyped up, man. Did you see him doing yeah. the ollie shuffle in the corner? Yeah. The end of the second round, love it. Guy's been in a sport that desperately needs good dudes. Uh, it, all combat sports need guys that are good dudes. Uh, Manny's the best. He's the fucking best. Love it. It was great. Great for him. Great for boxing. And he, shit, Dave, I don't know. He He's ready to go. Maybe yeah. another uh, rematch with Mayweather. And maybe Mayweather is coming out. And would that fight be different? I have no idea. But I have a feeling that second fight's coming, especially because I think Floyd lost a hundred grand on Thurman last night. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. All right. So we'll be back during the week. I think either uh, we'll probably be back, I think, Thursday night. Perfect. That works best for me. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We will see you on social media and start thinking about things you can donate for the charity event. Don't forget, September the 8th, we have the suicide walk. If you need any information on that, hit us up on, on Twitter. Otherwise, we'll see you back here Thursday. All right.
So 